0: The Laws of Forbidden Foods, chapter 14. Now we're mostly going to be discussing measures. First halacha. Whenever we say that something is asr according to the Torah, whether it's for kares or whether it's for lashes or death by the hands of heaven, typically the minimum measure for which one is liable is a kezayas. Literally a kezayas means the size of an olive. Practically speaking, this is somewhere between 17.3 grams and 36 grams. And whenever halacha says that someone is liable for karis, spiritual excision, or death by the hands of heaven, practically speaking, we give him lashes. Second halacha. All of these shurim, that is these sizes, are halakhla mesh sinai. That is, they were given to Moses from Sinai. And they are therefore part of an oral tradition. But in any case in which something is asr, prohibited, according to the Torah, it is asr to eat any amount of it. But a person does not get lashes unless he has a kazais. Someone who eats any amount of it on purpose receives what are called makas mardas. These are lashes, for rebellious conduct. This is a standard punishment for violating the words of the rabbis. Third halacha. When we say that a person must eat a kazayas in order to be liable, we mean that he must swallow a kazayas. But if a person swallowed half a kazayas and then vomited it up and then swallowed half a kazayas of something else or once again, he is liable. Fourth halacha. If something started out as a kazayas and then shrank in the sun, by the time someone eats it, it is no longer kazayas he is not liable. But if it was then left in the rain and then became the size of a kezayas because it expanded, now he would be liable if he ate it. But it doesn't go the other way. If it started out smaller than a kezayas and then expanded, a person is not liable for eating it. Fifth halacha. As we said in the past, different types of prohibitions do not come together to form a kezayas. So if a person had a half a kezayas of pig and a half a kezayas of nevela or something like that, so he wouldn't be liable based on that. The exceptions are nevela and a trefa, Those both combine. Five types of grain all combine with respect to leaven and Pesach and with respect to chadash, Sixth halacha. Different concerns regarding truma can all come together as well, different tithes and the like. Bambam compares it to novella from different types of animals, which obviously would all combine because they're all a form of novella. Seventh halacha. If someone had a lot of non-kosher food at one time, he's not liable for each kazayas, rather he's liable for the fact that he ate non-kosher food once. But if there are witnesses there who warned him on each kazayas, and after each warning he continued to eat, then he could be liable for each warning. Eighth halacha. If he ate one kernel at a time, whether on purpose or by accident, and he was able to finish a kazayas in the... The time it takes to eat three eggs he is liable because all of the kernel-sized pieces combine but if it takes him longer than that then he is putter he is not liable ninth halacha and the same thing is true if he drank a little bit of Stamyanum, that is non-jewish wine if he ended up drinking a revius which is the minimum shear of a liquid if he pauses between sips the amount of time it takes to drink a revius then it does not combine otherwise it does combine 10th halacha. In general, a person is only liable if they ate it in a way in which they get benefit, that is, if they receive enjoyment. The exception is bas and kilai kerem. That is, a mixture of milk and meat and impermissibly grafted foods. 11th halacha. So for example, if a person were to drink a cup of forbidden fat, of chalev, that had been heated so much that it was liquefied and it burns a person's throat going down, he would not be liable for that because he doesn't get any satisfaction from it. 12th halacha, one who eats frivolously is liable, even if when he's eating non-kosher food he does so accidentally. 13th halacha, person eats a forbidden food whether out of desire or because of hunger, he is liable. But if he's wandering in the desert, and he's starving, and he sees something forbidden, and he eats it, he is not liable. Fourteen talacha. If a pregnant woman is having a craving for food that is prohibited, first we give her a little bit of gravy, and if that works and settles her, then great. If not, we give her a little bit more food, but less than a kazayas, and if that doesn't settle her, then we can even give her more than a kazayas. Fifteen talacha. Also a sick person, if he smells something and he wants it, same law applies to him as would a pregnant person. Sixteen talacha. If a person becomes dizzy or faint because of severe hunger, he can be served for forbidden food until his eyesight returns. Here the idea is like he's so faint that he can't see very well. Here the idea is that we don't delay feeding him because there's no kosher food around. If there's non-kosher food around give that to him. Obviously if there's kosher food around give him kosher food. 17 talacha. In the last case, if there's two different things that are there and both are forbidden, we should try to give him a lesser forbidden food first. So if there's tevel and nevela, first we give him nevela because Tevil is punishable by death by the hands of heaven and Nevela is just lashes. 18th halacha. As we've already explained, in general, one Isser does not take effect when another Isser is in effect, unless both Isurim come at the same time and one of the Isurim encompasses additional Isurim or forbids additional things. The classic case here is eating the Gidanasha of a Treifa. So it is technically possible for a person to be liable for five sets of lashes for eating a single kazayas of food, but he would have to be warned about all five things. Here's Rambam's example. If it was Yom Kippur and a person who was ritually impure ate an olive-sized portion of Khaliv of from an animal that was consecrated and that was left out past its time, there are five different Isurim there and if a person was warned on all five of them, he could get lashes five times. Nineteenth So the issue in the last case wasn't just that there were five different Isurim at the same time. So once the animal was consecrated, it wasn't just Yisur to eat, it was also Yisur to get benefit from it. And so normally the Chelev would just be forbidden to eat, but now it's forbidden to eat and forbidden to have benefit from it. So the additional factor makes it a separate Yisur. And even though the Chelev was forbidden to a Jew, it was not forbidden to be offered as a korban. But once it was noisar, once it was left over, so now it's forbidden even to offer it as a korban to God. And so that additional factor makes it a different Yisur. And so on and so forth.